Hello, welcome to Five Better Podcast. I'm Guy. Hello, I'm Jim. And this is the show where we take a classic song and try to find five songs that are better than that using a specific theme. Uh, it's hopefully a fairly uh, straightforward premise. Um, we will take it in turns to argue our point about a song we think is better and then the other person says yes, they think it is or no, it isn't. How do we do this? Well, we try and use our extensive musical knowledge and hopefully that is persuasive enough or if don't, we just end up kind of like laughing and making jokes about the song. Uh, but hopefully both those approaches have their merits. Uh, this is our classic song to end all classic songs, Jim. What is it we're doing this episode? Okay, just, just before we, we start... This, we mentioned a song in this episode. There's something I would like to say that I was looking uh, at the um, uh, on iTunes today, and this is a monumentous podcast for us. This is actually our 25th podcast. 25 episodes. 25. That's quarter of a century. How many songs is that? Five episodes? Oh, I'm doing the math quickly. Uh, no, 125 no. songs that's we have a, talked that's about. A, that's a lot of songs. And also we've had the and the main and the main song <laughs> and the main song. So that's yeah. like that's plus another twenty five. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's so that's good. That's that's good. And in a conceptual idea that we, we came up with. So that's quite nice. I, I like that today. It's good, when it's I good. To that, it made me, made me feel good. It's taken us a long time. Um, so well, well not, not saying the stakes are too high. But what what is the main song that's going to okay, sail so in the main, ship for, tw- for so the 25th, 25th episode? Well, okay. So this song we've gone for uh, one of the big time artists, one of the big names. Uh, in pop music, we've gone for Billy Joel, and this song is We Didn't Start the Fire. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. Okay, so this is uh, a song from his 1989 album Stormfront. Um, I think he was getting a bit political with this. I mean, this is quite an angry political type song. Uh, and his second song was Leningrad. Uh, uh, off the album so I think he was really feeling quite kind of lefty and, and right on at this point um, but um, it's a list song he lists famous people he, in fact there's not many people from the 20th century he doesn't cram in there I don't think <laughs> I, felt, I think I'd be quite miffed if I wasn't on the list and I was fairly someone someone of importance of, of, of that era it's true if you thought you were if you thought you were big if you thought you were big time and you're not on this list uh, you may as well you may as well go home it's um I quite, I quite like it. I quite like the 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 pace of the song. I quite like it, the way he goes. I mean, he it, he is the piano man, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and he obviously plays it on the piano. Um, I think he's always that that's that's kind of his thing, isn't it? He's kind of this uh, very uh, accomplished pianist that uh, writes songs and. Uh, that that's kind of his. That's his. his that's his gimmick. thing. His, yeah, 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 yeah. For one of a better word, gimmick is like. Makes well, that, that's like. His, that's his thing. He does well, and you know, without comparing him to Elton John, but there's a certain sort mm. of mm-hmm. synergy with them both, or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but this very much feels like a step out of that to, I don't know, sort of a rock, kind of a rock. It's kind of fairly it's, rock song, it's, isn't it's it? It's kind of rock. Yeah, but he he is keyboarding in it. He is proper pianoing in it. But it does but this this song doesn't make me think. Oh, there's a it's a like an Elton no, John it's, song. No, it's, not, yeah, it's not. For me, it's all about the kind of the the anger and the kind of intention yeah, yeah, of the song. It's, and, it's, and, it's quite and let's be honest, the song is a list, as you yeah. said. It's a list song, and yeah, <laughs> as ever as a hundred and eighteen sort of references politically, culturally, sort of yeah that. 
that cover, mean, cover think, all sorts of decades from the 40s to the 70s. I, I mean, I've got to be honest, I do think he's quite clever in this song, with this song in the way that he puts the list together. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's not it's chronological, just, isn't he's it? He's not just plucking... No, but no, he's no. not just plucking people out the, out the sky and going, this person, this person, this and this and this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah. Did you know what? I'd never thought of the Elton John reference, but now you've said it, like it, it really rings in my head and, and him as a piano man and, and like the fact that, I, that that actually makes me angry that he's well, it, called the piano man and, and like because you could say like he's and the, Elton John yeah is, yeah he's, he's not the American Elton John he is the he's, he's Billy Joel yeah. Joel Joel what's, yeah. your, what's your feeling on the, the pronunciation Billy Joel for me but yeah, like, I, 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 I would Joel. go to Joel do they say Joel I don't know my mum used to say Joel do. but I don't know whether she I didn't never knew she, whether she was just kind of being against being, being yeah. Billy Joel in that kind of uh, male model kind maybe, of thing maybe. she used to say so so I don't know but I'd, I'll I'll defer to anyone that would I, mean, I, I, I think for now we'll call him Billy Joel and you can you can have your arguments off off air yeah <laughs> whatever you think it is you can really lose it as to where but yeah that, that kind of angers me that that because I mean to be quite honest with you, I put if Elton John was a Premier League and he's at the top end of the Premier yeah, League, yeah, yeah. Billy Joel is a good at least one. He's Watford, isn't he? Without well, well, using too much of an Elton John reference, I'd put him as mid-table Championship. Oh, okay. Honest. Oh, you've, you've, you're knocking him down. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. He, I think is. he is. But in the, in the compared to Elton John, I I would put him. Yeah. Maybe Elton John. Did you know what's disappointing? Which is disappointing for me for both both eyes for Elton John and Billy Joel. Is that they were great in the seventies, and I've seen some footage of Billy Joel playing some, you know, amazing kind of keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like maybe the old grey whistle test, uh, or some footage of the kind of that seventies sort of style uh, TV show that I saw him perform on, and he's great and he's really soulful. Yeah, really, 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 such a good songwriter, and you can see he's a good, he's a, clearly a good musician and a good singer and a good songwriter. And rather like Elton John did in the eighties, you kind of you produce a little bit of turge and I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is in the turge category um i think I, I kind of feel like he got on the vibe of right on musicians in the in the 80s didn't he it was you know like when uh, do they know it's christmas and i'm not saying that's right on i think that's a that's a great thing I, you know that's arguably the best thing bob geldof's ever done but to get all those people together and do that charity record and then kind of the American version of it was a bit right on musical artists. Mm. Again, you, it's, it's a, oh, I don't want to oh, we, are, we are the world. We yeah, are the world. Yeah. Whereas Do They Know It's Christmas has that kind of underlying anger within it. Mm. And We Are The World is like, oh, let's all pop star ourselves around. Do, do you know what there was that? I mean, this wasn't going back to the 80s, but do you remember when we were all in lockdown and Gal Gadot, Gadot, whatever her bloody name is, started singing Imagine and... Uh, oh. And <laughs> and people had to join on, and that and that's that kind of. It's quite uh, saccharine. Is that the word? Saccharine, yeah. And it, but it's also there's something I don't know. Maybe it's the intrinsic Britishness of us that makes us prefer things like uh, "Do They Know It's Christmas?" Because there's a there's a kind of anger and a and a fight with it, and like yeah. do, and and then the, the I don't know. Maybe we look at the way the Americans do things like that and it, it doesn't quite re maybe it's because it doesn't resonate and it feels like they get it a little bit maybe. wrong and it, it feels like he's getting all politicised and it's a little bit you've just come off the back of 
I'm the piano man, she's more than a woman to me. And then I'm going to be really angry about everything and then my next song's going to be Leningrad and I'm going to get all like very left-wing. And but to give him his due, maybe I'm played devil's advocate, maybe he was always like that and maybe mm. he was good. Maybe his show persona was being the piano man. I mean, he, yeah, he thought maybe. that was what would sell maybe. records. Maybe this is the true Billy Joe. I, I, I don't know because I've not, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know him. But um, So we're looking at the song We Didn't Start a Fire. So what's the theme? Okay, so <laughs> We've the, mentioned it a couple yeah, times. Yeah, the, the, the theme is that... Um, uh, famous people mentioning famous people in the song because he mentions every bugger he basically gets out um, the who's who <laughs> and just goes through and sees what he can just before we go on have you ever seen the Family Guy version of this? no okay get, go and check it out we'll, we'll, we'll link it on here now Stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. History, someone's name, something I don't know. Something, something else, something, something, something else. <laughs> really angry at the end. Uh, yeah, I just think that's uh, that kind of sums it up a bit for me. I like, I don't know. It, just, it is that, and do you know what? Obviously, it's an iconic science classic song, which is yeah. what we're talking about it. But um, for me, a classic song has a great chorus. It has a good chorus. No one knows the verses, really. Really, no yeah. one really knows the verses because it is a list. Like, yeah, I mean, so you really got you really need to know Billy Joel and know the, love him to know it. Yeah, there's a few lyrics that stick in my head. JFK, JFK, blown away. What else do I have to say? Okay, and that's kind of that's the angry bit yeah. at the end. That's when he's uh, uh, really going for it. But other than that, I, I don't know. Booze talk, booze talk. What you drinking tonight? So, Jim, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, okay, so we're in um, our new spiritual home. Which is uh, the Patchworks in in uh, are we in Leighton or yeah, Walthamstow? We're, we're 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 just over the border, just across the border. Yeah. Just across the border. So we're in we're in Leighton. Um, it's our new spiritual home. Uh, thank you to Patchworks for letting us have. Uh, I really like I really like this room. It's quite cool actually. It's uh, let's be honest. It's like a little, mm. we're, in a, we're in like a sort of an old factory lift. Yeah. Um, they furnished it as like an old dressing room with yeah. like sort of lights around. Maybe really we can cool. attach some photos to the podcast. We'll, we'll, you will see some photos and have a little look. But it's a, yeah. it's a lovely space, but also it's a it's a really really sort of community centred place as well, where they do pizzas, uh, pints. Oh, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to donate at patchwork.com. Yeah, um, but um, yeah. So uh, this is our new um, spiritual home. But uh, what I went for when I went to the bar was Signature Brew, but it was their roadie because that was uh, slightly less percentage. That, that's more Session Ale, uh, 4.6 than the... No, yeah, maybe 4, 4% rather than the the other one they had. Mm. So what do, you, what do you think of it? Uh, it's nice, actually. It's, uh, it's quite refreshing, um, and that's what I look for in an ale. I think... That, <laughs> do you know what? I always, I always find it a little bit weird that Ale can be more refreshing than lager because lager I always think of as kind of light and refreshing, and, and uh, ales have that kind of citrusy thing. So well, well done, to Signature Brew. It's a it's a nice one, the roadie, and I will certainly drink it again. I think I think it's perfect. I think everything, <clears throat> everything from IPA is in this in this glass. It's yeah. lovely. I think it's really it's, probably is it's too drinkable. Uh, as you may discover by about song five, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we're not going to get too too mad on it. Um, can I also add? We've, we're, I've tried it recently, another because we're a big fan of the low alcohols in this show. So <coughs> I've tried the Brew Dogs Hazy Jane uh, alcohol free, ah, which okay. is very I know, nice. I know the Hazy Jane, but I didn't know they did an yeah, alcohol did it, free. Did it, and again, uh, you can get it in Sainsbury's. It's, it's really good. Again, you know, you you do notice it's not got alcohol on it, but it's, yeah, but it's as close to. 
you know, we always try and find the nice sort of closest to the alcohol. Well, I do say that's it. the thing that kills me on the no alcohol is wine. Yeah. Because I can't find a nice no alcohol wine, no matter how much I try, and I've, you know, paid through the nose for non-alcoholic wine, but it just doesn't cut no, the mustard. No, 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 Whereas the non-alcoholic beers, we've talked about a few on here, and uh, um, a lot of the brew dog stuff is nice. The punk uh, alcohol free is nice, but I want to try. I've know I found the Corona one, but I want to try Ooh, that. That ooh, sounds okay. nice. I quite like the lagers for for non-alcoholic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. okay. Good, right, let's start. Let's start. Let's get on with okay, it. Okay, here we go. So I think I'm rolling for you, aren't I? You are indeed. As it's the 25th episode, I'm going to reprise an old song. Roll for you. You changed because you're too hot, too high. Hey, roll for you. Okay. That makes me sound like I'm sort of in the Pasadenas or the, <laughs> right. the London boys. So you're shaking hands with it, Okay, number three. Okay, the, oh, good. Good tune. Right, this is my, uh, this is a really good song. So we've got, we've got lists. I can, I, can, I can up the list if you want a list. Uh, this is a great song by uh, Milo, and the song title is called Destroy Rock and Roll. Men at work, ZZ Top, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Weird Al Yankovic, Cindy Looper, Pink Floyd, The Pretender, Billy Joel, Billy Idol. Well, I mean, bangers and stinkers, that's, that's an absolute banger. I mean, I absolutely love this, this track. I mean, I love the album, which is by, by, uh, of the same name. Destroy Rock and Roll by Milo. 20, uh, 2005, um, I think it, for me, it's one of the greatest dance albums of that early sort of 2000. I mean, I know we've talked about Daft Punk on one more time, the track we talked about a few episodes back, back on um, sort of early 2000. But this, this for me has got everything about kind of like just pure dance, energy, samples, Hands in the air. I mean, absolutely. And he kills every single track. And he sampled, not in this track, but he sampled like Gloria Estefan for Drop the Pressure, uh, or Under Pressure, I think it's called. Um, and I love this track because it just literally lists, I don't know, there's maybe, I mean, 115 is Billy Joel. He's not far off that. And it's every single person who, I mean, the tr first of all, the track's listing all the artists taken from uh, a list which was kind of, um, from a, I think it was like a religious group who believed all these artists were were conducive to sort of like corrupting the youth, and so they decided to like basically take them to court. Um, and so here's here's just some of the list of artists who think he, they think he's sort of is is worthy of like mention. So they've got Michael Jackson, fair enough, Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Tina Turner, David Bowie, Van Halen, Madonna, Huey Lewis, The Cars, Herbie Hancock. So they've got a nice successive list of really good artists. Weird Al Yankovic, not quite sure why he's in there. Uh, Cindy Lauper again, not quite sure. Pink Floyd, Billy Joel's in there. Well, have that. <laughs> Billy Joel's back in there. Elton John, his, his nemesis. Sheena Easton. You've got um, Duran Duran, who feature a few times because they repeat the name Duran Duran. It's good. It's a nice sort of syncopation. They've got her, uh, Bonnie Tyler. Um, Wham's turned up. Ario Speedwagon. Um, Culture Club. They've got Culture Club, including Boy George, which obviously you know. That's like I saw something today on Amazon Music on one of the one of the Amazon Music playlists that um, Kajigugu featuring Lamar, even though Lamar, even yeah, though Lamar initially, Kajigugu. even though initially he was in Kajigugu. So this this is this. <clears throat> can I just say so a bit the the line here. Billy Joe, Billy Idol, Billy Joe, Elton John, Neil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like it could yeah, yeah, go yeah, in exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? The list could absolutely completely go in it. I mean, it's it's annoying. It's not quite in alphabetical order, but it's um. Michael Jackson twice. 
I think oh, they, no, they repeat it. They repeat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a mad tune because like it is. It is literally. I mean, I love the fact it's called "Destroy Rock and Roll." Yeah, it's yeah. literally listing all the, sort of the big artists of that era and sort of like, you know and sort of preceding that. Um, but the list actually works. So I thought I'd try and find the sample where it came from, and I found the sample. But they also list other things of culturally like sort of films as well, which apparently are corrupting the youth. Ghostbusters. Well, back off. <laughs> back off. Back off, you. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were. They were afraid of the ghost. Um, but, yeah. it, it, you know, I think completely different song uh, in terms of jo- like genre of music, but uh, it's such a it's such a feel-good song. And if it, if ever you want to go out dancing, you want to go out, for me, it's like a running track. Or yeah, if you wanna yeah. Go, if you want to get like really energised, this uh, you put this on, it, it's up there. It's a really good song. I'm... Uh... <laughs> I'd forgotten about this album. You remember the other? You remember several episodes ago, and we did um, uh, uh, mezzanine. We did uh, we yeah, did something yeah. with mezzanine, and I'd forgotten the mezzanine album and listened to it again for this. I'd forgotten about the Milo album, and as you were talking about that, and you said like the um, uh, Daft Punk album, there was that time when this album. Daft Punk, Discovery, and uh, Basement Jack's Rooty were just like the three oh, albums yeah, of choice yeah. permanent. It's, it's the Holy Trinity. Every, yeah, that was yeah. like every night. I think your neighbour used to get really annoyed because yeah, it, it was yeah. there. And the Darkness album <laughs> at that time. But it was these three albums constantly. I used to listen to these albums all the time. I'd completely forgotten about this album. Uh, I'd forget, completely I mean, forgotten if, about if him this, as an artist. If this was a category, like, because this is a memory song, so I remember my, my then girlfriend, now wife, we went to Turkey. We, we spent a, about a week on a boat. Yeah, yeah, I remember you doing that, yeah. And then it was just a random like thing we did, and then I put I had the album. I'm like, put it in my mini disc player. I thought maybe a CD. Yeah, I can't remember CD player. Be, yeah, yeah. Possibly a CD or mini disc. And then the guy had like a sort of plug-in, so we played it on, and everyone was just, it was like a party boat for like yeah, yeah. three or four nights, just listening to the same <laughs> the same album on repeat. Which uh, and this album you can listen to. This album you can listen to on repeat, and it doesn't really get boring. Yeah, no, it's a really interesting album for that. I think because he he. Um, it just kind of goes it like it goes in so many different directions, and the samples are always so good, and it, everything about it is. Uh, it's just, it's one of those albums that at the time, and you could probably even do it now. But if you stuck it on in a pub, people would think there was a DJ playing, uh, playing a, a, a set. It's it's just it's a great, it's a wonderful album. I completely have to go home and listen to it. It's so good. And another sample, that's it. In my arms, they sa- they sample Betty Davis' eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. It. So yeah, it's, it's it's got it all. It's, it's a classic <laughs> album. He has really. got it all. It's got it all. So is it better than Billy Joel, Joel, Joel's? Joe, Joel, um, Joe. We didn't start Joel. the fight. I mean, in, in terms of like, I'm, I'm going to go comparison now. In terms of lists, it's a good list. It's, it's right up there with the list. Look, it, it's quite often we uh, we judge these things of like, in the annals of time. Is this a better song? In the in in fifty years' time, will they be talking about Billy Joel? We didn't start the fire, or will they be talking about Milo? Destroy rock and roll. And you know, what? I don't care. I don't care if people are talking about Billy Joel. I don't care if they've forgotten Milo. Destroy rock and roll. If they have, they're idiots, and they should go and listen to the album in fifty years' time. And some people should re bloody discover it, and they should stick it up Billy Joel's <laughs> list. <laughs> And uh, honestly, the, uh, uh, you've really pulled out a blinder. There. It's, yeah, it's a great, isn't it? You've pulled out an absolute, not not just a song, but a whole album. Um, I think 
Uh, yeah, it, uh, de- I'm just going to have to say definitely, definitely. Uh, yes. That's, that's a good one. That, good. And uh, what, what I really like about, like I just said, what I really like about saying definitely is it goes against everything that we normally say. Because people will go for the mid, like Billy Joel is middle of the road compared to this. And that's, and this is supposed to be his angry song. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Done, done, dusted, done. Okay, good start. 1-0 to us. That was good. That good. was good. That was good, good, that, that, was good that, was, that, wasn't it? I that. was really I good. I love the fact you love that. That, that, was that, really feel, good, uh, that was a really good choice. I've got to give you that like, one. No, I feel, like, I feel like I'm, I'm pleased with that. That's a good choice. Um, so, I'm going to roll for you. What's your number? You've got number six. Okay, easy. Soul Roots. Sung by Arthur Connolly. Written by Otis Redding and Arthur, Co- Arthur Connolly. Sampling Sam Cooke. I mean, it's... It's Soul Soul Roots, 1967. Uh, this is Sweet Soul Music by Arthur Connolly. Okay, uh, oh dear me, if you want the Soul Roots, that, that song is not only Soul Roots, but it talks about Soul Roots. It has everything with Soul Roots. Um, the, so the things that they mention in it, the, the famous people they mentioned, there is uh, Spotlight on James Brown, Spotlight on Sam and Dave, um, obviously classic soul singers. Uh, Ch- not Chaz and Dave. Not Chaz and Dave, Sam and Dave. Um, a shame, really, that would have been a good one. But um, I love the fact that it's written by Otis Redding and he does Spotlight on Otis Redding now. Uh, Arthur Connolly sings good, it about yeah. it. But <clears throat> the bit at the beginning, you know the trumpet at the beginning. sampled or taken from the uh, Magnificent Seven. So it's got the Magnificent Seven in there as well. Then there's a bit like It's got tributes and like touches to everyone. All the way through. And then later on, when he does the Otis Redding bit, he goes singing one of Otis Redding's songs, far, 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 sad song. And he sings that. Um, and then the trumpet comes in from Sad Songs by Otis Redding. That bit as well is just genius. The whole song, now it sounds like a song that should have been written in like the 70s or the 80s after, like it's a tribute song to all the great soul singers. It's a little, it's a little back, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's actually 1967. Um, and uh, I just love the fact that it's co-written by Otis Redding. I think the guy, that's the, the singer Arthur Connolly, he he's got a real Otis Redding type voice. And um, you know, we've had the argument about Benny King and um, uh, Percy Sledge, and and that's the sole voice that I like. That kind of raw, um, dirtier kind of voice, rather than the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Sam Cooke, but the raw, dirtier voice. Uh, of Otis Redding and and uh, and Percy Sledge is, uh, are the sole voices that I really like. So um, I'm not going to say any more about that because it's Arthur Connolly, Sweet Soul Music. It's um, I love it. I love, the fact, I love the fact that I didn't know who sung this, but yet, like many things, I know the tune. Like you know, always for me, I always know the tune first, lyrics second, and then whoever wrote it or sung it, unless it's someone I, I'm interested in. Um, I never know, so I didn't know this Arthur Connolly. No, if you said Arthur Connolly, I'd have gone. <laughs> well, I don't think he's ever like he's not had a massive career, uh, 
But he is someone that can... Uh, well, he probably did have a massive career, but like in America, he's not someone who's well-known. I mean, I would imagine he's he's done a lot of stuff. No, but, but, this, but this song is... <laughs> You don't need to do enough. If you've got this song, in yeah. your, if this is your like song that you know you are known for, um, or, or not known for. In my case, I didn't know he did it. Yeah, but it's a brilliant song. It's brilliant, and I and I, Spotlight and James Brown is, is yeah, such, yeah. such good sort of like um, uh, sort of syntax as well. Yeah, that, 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 that. and, and I like it's the got a really good rhythm to with it. the Sam and Dave one. I like the way he goes Spotlight and Sam Dave now singing Hold and I'm coming like singing one of their songs and so he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like him and Otis Redding going, what a good song. But it's it's also, um, not only does he have the Magnificent Seven and the Otis Redding song in it, but it's, um, a, Sam and, it's a Sam Cooke song as well. The, the tune is from uh, Shake by Sam mm, Cooke. So okay. one of Sam Cooke's like big kind of hits and they're using that as a tune. So not only is it, a homage in the lyrics, but it's also a homage in the music yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. which I think... Um, extra points. Extra points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think extra points, and there's lots of people that he t- sings about, so I think I think it's got everything. I mean, I love a homage within a homage... Homage, homage within, within a homage. homage. But a homage within a song. Um, and I could think instantly, like, uh, Mika references in the Grace yeah, Kelly yeah, song. Yeah, he references yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he? He goes, try and he does that. Freddie. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Okay, so a little musical homage. Uh, who else is it? Bell and Sebastian. Bell and Sebastian do one of their songs. Uh, I think it's I'm a Cuckoo. And they reference um, a Thin Lizzy musical riff. Yeah, yeah. So when they do one that, I, thing, I love it. I think it's really clever. One of the things I've got to say, and this is uh, this is going against my song because this is in in favour of Billy Joel. But there's a bit I really like in "We Didn't Start the Fire" when he says when he mentions but when he says Buddy Holly, he goes Buddy Holly. Uh, <laughs> so he does the little yeah, thing, yeah, on yeah. Him, which I, I do like that in that song. Yeah. Like like you're saying, I like those kind of clever yeah. little references. Yeah, it's, nice. where it's, they, it's like a little nod to yeah. to them, and, and, it, and if it fits in and it can work within the song, uh, I think it's good. And actually, you know this song. Aside from it mentions it mentions like lists and lists great famous people and does a little homage to it musically. This is a better song, right? So I, yes, I think as so. the judge, the arbitrary judge. The arbitrary judge, good. I'm um, glad we got arbitrary. It's uh, it's two 0 to us. Song three, here we go. Two 0 okay, to us. Okay, roll for you. Oh, that's a three again. You've already had number three. Five. Okay, number five. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did. Okay, number five. Do you know what I did now? It's one of my songs. I, I had my. If you, if all two of you that listened last time, I had a very, a very obscure song. <laughs> Me John. and Paul Legendek. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a bit of an obscure song with John Shuttleworth. So this is this is my, kind of my out of my six songs, a little bit obscure, um, but nonetheless, it hits the brief. It mentions famous people. Um, it's almost a homage in some ways, and uh, let's listen to Food of Fafa by Flight of the Concords. Uh, Gérald Depardieu. Baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Food of Fafa. Flight of the Concords, well, in case you don't know who they are, prison. This is why I was trying to say to you, they're a bit like uh, John Shuttleworth. And yeah, the, yeah, the, I can the see that. Episode. So you can sort of see where I was going with this. Um, but what stands out, I think, for them, and it's not a disservice to John Shuttleworth, I think they're really, and they are, they're really cl- clever musicians, and they, they can write really good songs. And this yeah. song clearly is, Food of Fafa, is, as it's the intention of the, the, the lyric, is sort of, it's a very, it's a real obvious nod to sort of like French culture. And, and, and the song in which they mention sort of 
uh, phrases like uh, bibliotheque and uh, you know bon, uh, mention bonjour and baguette and it's very very much tongue in cheek and they, they yeah. do it in a way which I think is sort of it's quite friendly and quite playful. Why is it linked to the song? Well, they mentioned Gerard Depardieu, the sort of the French actor, uh, Jacques Cousteau, who is sort of like a sort of a I think he's a lot of things, but mainly many famous for like co. Basically, yeah, the Aqualung. He's, he's an underwater... Of, an um, underwater diver. And a, yeah, like a, a documentary, like mm. an explorer, wasn't he? A yeah. document, documentary yeah. of underwater sea life. Um, so that is the link to the song, uh, to the theme, sorry. But um, but I think it's such, a, it's such a really fun <clears> song. And I think if you, whether you listen to it or you watch the video, which obviously was, is part of, like I think it's season one, episode eight. And... Um, it's that they're trying to impress some girls, and, <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't, also I like the fact that both of them, Brett and uh, Jermaine, present, uh, <laughs> are just a complete utter losers as well. And I, I love it. I think it's great in that they they find their way of like getting through whatever they're coping with is through a, a pastiche of a song. Yeah. Whether it be a rap song, or whether it be this, or whether it be um, a nod to sort of David Bowie, or the new nod to Pet Shop Boys. Um, if we're talking about homages, which we did in the last song. Jesus, these guys are really good at doing homages to any any sort of genre, any song, any time, any place, anywhere. And uh, I think Fuda Fafa, which is which is, which to me is just an absolute nonsense. Yeah. Um, it, it it's brilliant. I mean, it, it's it's not got a list. It's got two French people mentioned, but it fulfills a brief. But there is a list. There's a list of French words <laughs> put together. It's okay. I, I feel a bit. You're playing to the crowd here for me. Um, and and this album we. Um, when we used to go surfing, we used to just like have the. It's like you're saying about them being talented musicians. The songs are great. All of the songs that they do are, are, are so good, um, and, and just the, the whole album is listenable to. So yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I feel you're playing with the crowd to the crowd a bit here because you've just pulled out two songs that are out right up my strata. Um, I do. I, I love this song. I find this song so funny. I find it like that really dippy hippie. Um, 1970s flower. It's uh, that kind of flower. It's, it's power. got a nod, obviously, to uh, Serge Gainsbourg's "Je Tem in sort of. Yeah, he was, kind of like he was a bit more sexy. But he was sexy, but there. In the, if you watch the sort of the video or the, the episode in which this appears, episode eight, it's sort of it is they're trying to impress some girls. Yeah, and so. In fact, most of their songs are impressed. There are other trying to impress someone, or, or they're trying to get out of something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's beautifully done. I mean, it's, it's it, honestly, if you can if you can get a homage to something done as this, I think do, it's perfect. Do you know what I think with their album it is? There's there's an element of it that makes me feel they're better than a lot of musicians in a, in a kind of an odd way because of the way that they are able to pastiche so many different styles and songs to yeah. such a high level and write songs to such a high level. And I think, you know, I, I think some of the, it's no, it, it's not, it's not out of the blue that Brett McKenzie wins the Oscar for best music in a film for that Muppets film. Do you know what I mean? I think that's kind of the level they're at. They are, they're, they're almost in composer level rather than just musician level. And uh, like I do, I love the Concord. So I'm gonna cut this short. I do, this is a better song. This is a better song. Uh, listen, this song you. makes it, me laugh. It really it's is. so happy. It really it's is. such good fun. This is such a great tune. It's it's good fun. It's brilliant. Three 0 I mean, 
Billy better be. He better be quaking. He, he better be. He he, might. Things are coming. He's, he's in the middle of the night. He goes walking <laughs> in his dreams. Uh, number three for you. What are you going? Okay, I'm glad this came up um, because I really like this song. I really like this band. Um, uh, this is the Divine Comedy, and this is Absent Friends. Woodbine Willie couldn't rest until he. Friends, Divine Comedy of the uh, uh, their 2004 album um, Absent Friends, the title uh, title track from the from the album. Um, I love the Divine Comedy. I love Neil Hannon. I think he's uh, his name is easy to say when you're drunk, so that's always good. Um, but just this song, uh, obviously the the link is that he again does a list. But what I like is he does a list in terms of each verse is a different person that he's talking about. So we've got Gene Seberg, um, who uh, uh, an American actress who took her own life. Then you've got uh, I love the Steve McQueen one. Steve jumping the wires. Better luck next time, Steve. Brilliant line in the song. Uh, Laika flew, uh, Laika the dog, the first dog in space. The Russian dog. Russian yeah. dog. That I always think is, um, I, 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 like I love the melancholy in this song and I always think there's a sadness with Laika. I'm not, I'm not the world's biggest animal lover, but I, the fact they sent the dog up knowing it was going to die and the dog yeah. didn't know they were gonna, it was going to die. And no, I think I, there's I, kind I of I don't a, think a dog sign any way you say, I'm happy to go. I'm, I'm happy to be <laughs> shot into space and I could die at any point and I'm definitely gonna die by the end. I think. I think it mainly went. Oh. Yeah, probably, probably went. Woof. Ah, woof. So yeah, so put 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 on like a, a Russian dog, and uh, but got a statue. So well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like his family, all, all like it, like his family. They yeah. probably all piss up it. Well, or something. Like one. I don't know, but with <laughs> a statue. Anyone like her? Uh, and I like the name like her as well. Actually, so strange there. But uh, and then Woodbine Willie. Um, for me, the first, like, I remember studying First World War history at school, and it was just at the time that Blackadder the Fourth came out, Blackadder Goes Forth, and so that made me interested in the First World War and everything about the First World War. And I, I like the idea that he's picked this guy that there were stories about a bloke, a kind of captain who everyone called Woodbine Willie, and he'd give him the cigarette, the mm. Woodbine, before they went over and got murdered. So, uh, and then uh, obviously at the end, the uh, the Oscar Wilde bit where. Um, I know we can only play a little bit of the song, but I, if people if people listening to this don't know Absent Friends by Define Comedy, go and listen to it. Because the bit at the end where it kind of breaks down nice and slow and he sings about Oscar Wilde, and I think Divine Comedy, obviously from Ireland, and Oscar Wilde, you know, uh, genius. And um, the bit, the, it's, I, I just find it a really emotional song. And, and it, this is a song that... Um, in I have kind of gone home late at night and just kind of played on repeat and just kind of laid there listening to it. I, re I really love it. I think it's um, I, I love the orchestral cre the 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 orchestral makeup of it. I think uh, he's a very very talented musical writer. I think he, uh, you know, when you listen to that, when you watch the video, there's the trumpet and the strings and everything builds and it grows and it. Uh, and then the, at the end, as I say, it breaks down, and then Oscar Wilde. And I think it's it's kind of a, it is a kind of protest song in some elements because he really, 
is angry about what happened to Oscar Wilde and he really uh, you know kind of I think he's angry about what, what happened to all of them mm. apart from maybe Steve McQueen jumping the fences but you know everyone else uh, got a bit of a raw deal and, and I love that bit about Oscar Wilde at the end and it is we, I, I, I think we've talked about it before I'm not sure but I love a song that sounds like a horse race <laughs> um that I'll be there by the four tops is another oh, yeah, one yeah. that's and there's there's a few songs <laughs> not Bonanza <laughs> although I do like Bonanza yeah going back to the Magnificent Seven <laughs> but the, I like that that gallop mm. in and it, I, I don't know why I just really like it. Um, in in song so yeah that's another song that has a gallop I'm, I'm with you on the Divine Comedy Love as well because um, oh National Express every time, I, every, every time I see a coach National Express I'm always like at the National Express best, uh, best uh, line uh, ever uh, and uh, it's hard to survive when your ass is as wide as a small country <laughs> I think that's <laughs> just country. one of the most perfect and theme tune for Father Ted so, well, exactly, and, and you know, he's he's not only covered that base; he's covered all, he's covered like just sort of the absurdity of like and the sort of the the very sort of Britishness, he's Irish, but yeah, but it, it's that sort of like sense of just sort of like everyday life, yeah, um, and and great great lyric, so lyrically think, really yeah, yeah. fantastic, but musically, musically and I think lyrically, he's fantastic yeah, yeah, as well. but he is very clever really. lyrically. I think he he is, and I think for me, stands out for him is. is the band, the band goes a knighthood album really hooks me back into Divine Comedy in, in twenty ten. Um, that whole album I thought was fantastic, and and in terms of references to other people, um, I think he, I think his last album has got by reference to Joan of Arc. Um, and so Can't argue with that. The Smiths have a reference to Joan of Arc. So indeed, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's, I think he he's very much culturally on point to everything, and, mm. and but also musically and. In some ways, like Elton John, and we're talking about songwriters, very much on it. He sort of he's got he's in his own lane, isn't it? So I'll make it very, very straightforward. I think clearly it's a better song. Okay, here we go. Well, that's four nil. Uh, I gotta be honest. I think we have come up with four really good. It's a really songs, good yeah. tunes. I'm I'm hoping the next one is going to be as good for my six. So yeah, I just think like. Uh, even if you're listening to this, really loving the Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire. Um, you can't argue that. Okay, we might like these, and you might not like those songs as much as we didn't start the fire. But those are four blooming good songs. There, I think we've done good due diligence this week. Right? Okay, I'm going to roll for you. Last one. Last one. Can we make it a whitewash in Billy Joel's face? One. Good. This could. This could be it. This could be it, sunshine. So we're gonna we're looking at um, a tune by it's early two thousands, two thousand two, and it's by the streets. And uh, this is Weak Become Heroes. Stand still as my mind sloshes round the washing up bowl in my crown. My life's been up and down since I walked from that crowd. Street, okay, Mike, Mike Skinner. Great album. What a, what a debut album. Original part material, two thousand two. I, I mean, I like him. He's got obviously he's got dry your eyes, mate. He's got some he's got some big big songs like that, which kind of became and you're fit and you know you are, which kind of which kind of went down. It's very sort of popular sort of like songs. Yeah. Um, and like you know, I can clearly he can write a good song and he's he's very much individually him. 
and the way he sort of presents himself. And he's not, you know, I always think Mike Skinner's a bit like Damon Albarn in terms of his approach to music and his sort of like approach and his sort of attitude. Different genres, different genres, different style, different sort of attitudes. But I think he's sort of a, I do think he's a voice of a generation. How is it linked to the theme? So he mentions in uh, Nicky Holloway, Danny, these are all sort of Danny Lampling yeah. DJs from that era. So he's, he's obviously, he's giving like a sort of a nod and homage in the 90s to uh, when he was clubbing in the 90s to, to these kind of like big artists, which, you know, I think, you know, I'm pretty certain you and I have seen these, these guys as well. Um, and for me, this track really relies on, it's the backing track, isn't it? It's a great, it's a really good kind of like, reminiscent of those sort of days when you're just a really nice sort of like piano sort of like loop kicking in you're loving the tune it's got and i love his lyrics i like the way he's so casual with it and i, I just love it i just i think it's great why, why would you not like the streets oh do you know what i don't love it you you mentioned some of his latest stuff you're fit and you know it i really don't like that song I really don't like. Driving. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying I love it either. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm saying in terms of like his 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 album has been pretty decent. He did a, a great twenty, I think it's twenty eleven album called Computers and Blues, which was that. I mean, I think I think it's better than the original part material. But like, right, it's a yeah, really yeah. it's a really good album. So I think his output and obviously he, they like they the, quit for a bit. I like streets. The, I, yeah, they did, and I, I like. And he's come back out again of, recently. Uh, I like the rawness of the original part material. Mm. I didn't like any of the other stuff. I've got to be honest. Uh, original pirate material. I did. We, uh, well, we hammered it. I, I did mm. like it. I, re, I did uh, listen to it a lot. But oh, I don't know. I don't know. I really. This is a. This is a real difficulty because I don't. I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it is. And uh, do you know what's worse is uh, this is going to sound really bad, but I'm kind of a little bit disappointed. This was the song. Oh. And do you know what's even worse is, and I'm gonna say this out there, like, but if you listen, you people who listen to this, if there are any, whoever you are, <laughs> but you might not think that rolling the dice is actually real, but we do really roll the dice, and I rolled the dice, and it came up as a four, and then a fly got in here, and weird stuff happened, and we had to go to the toilet, so we had to have a break. And then I rolled the dice again and it was a one. And now I'm really disappointed. <laughs> and when you first played it, I was going to say, should we go back to the four? Oh, oh, no. Well, I won't tell you what that was, but... Um... I, I, I've, got, I've got to say no. I've got to say no. And I, I know... And it's, do you know what? It's really weird because I did really like this album, but actually, if I'm honest, this was, for me, one of the weak become heroes. Is it? Is this it one is of the one weakest? of the weakest oh, songs wow, on the album. Uh, I re this is a song that I would probably skip on on the album. I d this is one of the weaker songs for me. I can't. I can't. I gotta be honest. This is um, and I obviously understand what you're saying, but uh, this track. I, th I think this track is one of the strongest of the album. For me, for me, you know, and and it's one of the. And I said it's one of the. And the, the track. And again, I I I'm always music first, lyric second. Yeah, yeah. And mu musically, I think it's really it's a really great album. To, uh, really great track. Sorry to kind of. I just gets you if, moving. I wonder if that's why, because maybe I'm lyrics first and music second. That's possibly it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what makes this kind of interesting is because we both okay. come yeah, at yeah, things. Yeah. Different angles, yeah. And, and, and in the podcast, we always do that. We always yeah. come at it from a slightly different angle because you're 
a musician mm. and I'm not. What could have been a whitewash, I'm afraid, isn't. Oh. I'm really going to have to say that I don't think this is as good as we light the fire or something. What is right? <laughs> So, so I've got to know, having said that we've done all the break thing, what was song number four? Can I say what song number four was? I know we're going to do, obviously it's 4-1 to us still, we're still, yeah, we're still trying, we're still, we're still trying. We're still My won. song number four is Madonna, Vogue. Grace Kelly. Oh, right, okay. I, I don't think that would have won as well, maybe. Oh, but that's an iconic song. It is, it is a really good song, but again, it's one of those ones, it's, my favourite Madonna song is Like a Prayer. But uh, uh, like I, I think "Like a Prayer" is just her best song, uh, and uh, "Vogue" I, I think got a little bit kind of I don't know maybe other people maybe ruined "Vogue" for me. I think it was. I mean, I know I'm a purveyor of "Voguing" when I do, <laughs> when, when I'm at a disco dancing, just bringing discos back in there. But when, but when I'm dancing, that I go for the whole. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. demi vogue, uh, mincing around and waving my hands in the air, sort of. Sort oh, so that so that four would have been irrelevant. Yeah. Potentially. So, okay. Um, okay, so that was my uh, so there you go four one to us, uh, but that was my other one that could have come up. The two others that I had of my six, um, I had. Uh, do you know what I had? David Bowie, Life on Mars. He uh, mentions John Lennon. Yeah, 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 I, yeah Mickey yeah, Mouse. Yeah. I'm slightly. I'm slightly. I'm, I'm being a bit. I'm being a bit. Um, a I'm being a bit liberal. Oh, that that's was, a great tune. There's no that, way you, you, if that had come up, you know, it could have yeah, been a yeah, watch. And my last day. one of the uh, of the six I had was um, REM End of the World. I know, I know we've mentioned it, but we've not, yeah. we've not discussed it. End of the World. Um, not the biggest REM fan. I know you're so, not, and I, um, I am. So, but that didn't yeah. come up. Other songs that I had, right? So I, I had ones that didn't. Let me give you some ones that didn't yeah. quite make the grade. So I had Michael Caine by Madness, but that's only one person. Yeah. Barbara Streisand by Duck Sauce, which I will get onto this podcast at some yeah. point because that's, that's brilliant. Boney M sample. Um, but songs that would have uh, made it, I had um, was not was. I feel better than James Brown. Oh, I really like that song. I really like that song. Do you not know it? No. But he does mention Fidel Castro in it as well, so it kind of squeezes into the brief. Um, And then I had um, uh, Weezer by Buddy Buddy Holly by Weezer, wrong way round. And although that sounds like it's just Buddy Holly, he does say Mary Tyler Moore in the the thing. I really like that song. uh, It's proper kind of... There was that kind of teen rock, um, wheatest dirt band. Yeah, it's got it's kind of got elements of grunge to it, and it's yeah. uh, it's a really simple song, but great vocal as well. Yeah, I think I think he has got yeah <laughs> he, he has got a brilliant vocal in it, but it sounds like a fifties song mm. that is being sung in a kind of grunge mm. style, and I really like that. And that wheatest teenage dirt band, mm. I think, does that very well as well. Uh, so that that was a good song. Um, that I had, um, I also had Cemetery Gates by the Smiths, the B side of Ask, uh, because Keats and Yates are on my side, but the love of Wild is on, uh, no, Keats and Yates are on your side, but the love oh, of Wild no, is on mine, so uh, the, the, the poets there. I also had the, like things that kind of didn't make it, uh, another one that I thought of just before we started actually was, um, but I didn't, I didn't put it in, was uh, it's on the fat, first Fat Boy Slim album, uh, and it's Michael Jackson, uh, and it's like, but he mentions Tina Turner as well. Michael Jackson, what have you oh, done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson, Tina Turner, yeah, Michael yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. A, a great song. Um, 
the that one and the other one that I did have that I was squeezing in and it only mentions one person is one of my all time favourite bands that I've talked about on here before is the KLF yeah. Uh, one of the songs on the end of the um, uh, White Room album, Build a Fire. And, okay. And they turn up at a place and it says uh, uh, um, Lee Marvin on the radio, Wandering Star. And I just, I love that song. It's uh, it's, a, it's a great, great chill out song. End of the evening. I can listen to, I can listen to that all the time. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, anyone who's listened to any of the 24 previous episodes will know <laughs> my love for the KLF is, uh, is, uh, without without end so um, yeah did our musical uh, <laughs> musical director no, what's his name now was he maestro musical consultant maestro <laughs> consultant maestro musical <laughs> genius musical genius Paul Lagadec did he have any so friend of the show Paul Lagadec did mention some he said uh, <laughs> Electrolyte by R.E.M. it's good mentions like Steve McQueen I think Martin Sheen uh, The Right Profile by The Clash The Seeker by The Who is actually a really good song um, I thought, yeah, do you know what? It came too late for me to 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 put it in, and uh, but yeah, good so- good songs actually, good 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 int- game by Paul. Does he men- he mentions the clash there? Does um, is is there more than one person mentioned in Rock the Casbah? And that Sharif don't like it. I think he to do that. I think there's an extra mention. We'll have to look that up and check that. But I think there's an extra mention of uh, other people. Uh, I want to say Gaddafi, but I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> think Gaddafi's in Rock the Cosmo. <laughs> but Sharif, Sharif certainly doesn't like it. It's furious. <laughs> Can't stand it. Absolutely. It's, it's certainly not 118 references to uh, some bloke, some bloke, this happened, that happened. <laughs> something, something. Something, something, something else. <laughs> so there we go, Jim. That was good. That was good. Um, well... Four one to us, it's always good. But a good song though. I you know what? It's it's a it's a nice song. I do like I don't dislike no. Billy Joel. That's no. that, that's the thing. We never we never dislike him, but we always can find things we think maybe aren't as good as another song. I think I think that's something that is quite important. There's no song like the good songs, the song the main song is always something that we think is mm. good. Uh, I'm just trying to <laughs> stop stop a lawsuit from Billy Joel. <laughs> About we think songs are better than his, but I don't, I don't I do like this song, and that was, that was why we brought this one to the the podcast. It's mm. a good song. So, anyone got any ideas for new songs? By all means, uh, please send them to at Five Better Podcast on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, uh, or, or just email us or whatever. However you want to do it, just just let us know what songs you think you could probably you know offer us as a new new song. Yeah, we will have to come up with a, a new song. I think as we're coming into the summer months now, we could maybe hit a few more podcasts. Um, maybe get ourselves up to thirty. Oh, well, I don't know oh. what jubilee that would be. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, but yeah. Oh, a jubilee podcast could be interesting. What's what's the what is a jubilee? Is, that, is it God save the queen? God save the, <laughs> God save the, the queen pistols. by the Sex Pistols. There we go. There we go. Well, we've got to do another. Okay. We've got to do another. We've got to do another twenty-five before we get there. Oh, no, I'm thinking we do we do our next podcast on Golf Save the Queen. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. I'm not sure what the theme is. Maybe you can help us out with the theme. Is it yeah. about is it about monarchs or is it about um, spiritual in divine divinity, intervention? D- divinity. Have we done one on divinity before? I don't think we have. Uh, but we could do yeah, uh, God yeah, I don't know. We'll have a think about that. But God save the Queen. Uh, fascist raising. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Nice one guys, thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Pop, pop.